Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we get to that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. And also, happy birthday. Thank you. Woo, it's my birthday. It is. Woo. It is. Yeah. Old man. Um, right, so basically. <laughs> uh, I guess, well, second thing second, since we already went through the first things first there. Uh, <laughs> this week is a little, a little um, janky on my end, and I do apologize about that. Uh, I, I am in a little bit of a weird setup where... Uh, I am at not at my normal setup. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So if there's any weirdness, I do apologize about that. Yeah, and we didn't record last week because of my my issue. <laughs> I ended up working, so that was fun. How dare you be gainfully I employed? I know, right? God. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Okay. Uh, but, Travis. Yes. How have your last couple of weeks been? Oh, it's been stellar, let me tell you. Um uh just same old same old with work mm-hmm. um anything weird happened at work that i can think oh, i know saturday projectors went down that was fun oh fun stuff right there yeah like the server wouldn't connect with the projector so it wouldn't play a 3d movie oh no and so that was fun but we got it up and going so it's all good. oh very nice but um other than that just same old business as usual man did you watch any uh, movies? I sure did. Um, so last week I watched uh, The Flash, and then this week I watched uh, No Hard Feeling. How were they? So The Flash, um, there were parts of it I liked. There are parts that are completely missable. Um, I, I like Ezra Miller. But, like I have said, okay, so I remember when the trailer, I think it was the second trailer that came out for it, I was saying how he is just so off the chain, like he just is everywhere and he just tries to make everything bombastic. Mm-hmm. And in, 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 the, in this movie, he does have that, but he's a little bit more reserved, which I appreciate. Um, otherwise, I... It was decent. It wasn't the best thing. It wasn't the worst thing. Um, if you're going to go to it, it's obviously, I think, for Batman 19. That's, that's the, I think that's the reason a lot of people are saying see Michael Keaton. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you have the chance, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say to go see it in theaters, but, like, if it comes on to HBO Max and you have some time, I would say pop it on and see how you like it. Okay, okay. I'm sorry to say that, uh, Warner Brothers Studios, considering I'm sure you want this movie to make money, but um, as you can tell, it's probably not going to. <laughs> so, um, the second movie, No Hard Feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, w- I went into it with low expectations. I was expecting just a run-of-the-mill, just like rom-com with a little bit of comedy in it and with a little bit of heart. And it is those things, but I genuinely, I genuinely laughed out loud during parts in this movie, and I haven't done that in a movie in a while. 
Very nice. Very nice. So uh, if you like Jennifer Lawrence, if you like cringy comedy, um, I recommend it. So one thing that I was reading is that basically uh, No Hard Feelings is a lot like a a 90s kind of rom-com or like early 2000s. Yes, very much so. Okay, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Did you watch anything? I may have, yes. Uh, ooh, okay, here we go. So I actually, I did go through and fully watch Extraction. Okay. And then I also fully watched Extraction 2. Ooh, I, I still have to do that. So, <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one. Like, okay. really, really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, me uh, too. I thought it, thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. The second one was also very well done. I did I did really enjoy it. Like, okay. 100% really enjoyed it. It just felt a little more green screeny to me. Okay. You know, it it felt like they were running through, you know, studios rather than going through, like, physical locations. Even though, like, I'm sure for a lot of the stuff it was physical locations, but it just, sure. it, it felt a lot more VFX heavy. Oh, like, okay. noticeable VFX heavy. Mm, okay. Um, and not that that takes away from the story at all or anything like that, but it did kind of pull me out every once in a while, and it was just kind of like, oh, eh, okay. Whereas with the first yeah, one, the it green was... screen action sequence. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I mean, like... <sighs> one of them that, that kind of bugged me a little bit was uh, on a train sequence. Oh, where... Okay. Where it's actually in the trailer mm-hmm. where he opens the door and there's a helicopter there and it starts shooting at him and he hides behind a ladder. What? Okay. That's in the trailer. He hides behind a, a ladder. Uh, I couldn't remember the ladder, but okay. And then he, you know, pops out and starts shooting with his gun and takes out the helicopter from that. Yeah. But like, it was just like, ah, uh, uh, I didn't... I mean, I guess it just it, it felt a little wonky. No, okay. But I did enjoy it. Okay. It did give a little bit more backstory. Okay. To Rake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it very much set up a another sequel. Of course. Okay. Which, speaking of, <laughs> jumping into our movie news, Extraction Three is coming to Netflix. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> they really didn't stall much time, did they? No, no, they no. uh. They they very much wanted this to just continue on. Okay. Uh, and uh, I can definitely see some new faces returning. Okay. Uh, I don't really want to say too much because I don't want to do any spoilers or anything like that. Okay. Oh, that's one thing I should say. Okay. When I was watching Extraction 2, mm-hmm. one thing that I actually I, I enjoyed about it, like my heart was pounding for most of the movie. Oh, good. Okay. Like, I, w- I was sitting there and I could feel my heart just dun 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 You know? <laughs> uh-huh. It was, it, was, it, it was a lot of fun to watch. Okay. Uh, so, it does look like Extraction 3 is, is on its way. Okay. Uh, and it was basically announced not too long after Extraction 2 came out. <laughs> like, I think basically the same weekend. Oh, I wonder if they premiered it, or not premiered it, but announced it during that whole big Netflix uh, 
I guess, where they presented a lot of the new stuff that's going to be coming out and what will be coming out in, in the future and all this. Thing. They, in fact, did. Okay. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Sam Hargrave made the announcement at Netflix's Tudum event, or however you pronounce it. I don't really know. Okay. On Saturday following the June 16th premiere of Extraction 2. Gotcha. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if you, ha- if you have a chance, if you, ha- if you have Netflix, I just hit my trash can again. If you have Netflix, I would definitely recommend watching Extraction 2 along with the original Extraction. Perfect. And then, like, if you wait longer than that, you could probably watch three. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Going on to some of our next movie news, we have actually talked about this movie a couple of times now, uh, mm-hmm. which is a universal monster movie that is being very kept very secret, uh, may, being made by Radio Silence. Okay. Apparently has a new cast member. Ooh, who's that? Giancarlo Esposito has joined the cast. Ooh, he'll be a villain. I can already tell. <laughs> so we'll we'll have to see how this all goes. Um, we we've talked about it a little bit, but it looks like it's mm. it's set to premiere in less than a year. Okay. And so I don't know if it's already shooting. I feel like it, it has to be. Are they going to do like a Cloverfield where like it just comes out and nobody expects it? Or like like nobody's looking for it and then all of a sudden, oh, we're getting this Radio Silence monster movie. Uh, maybe. But okay. uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if you are in the know, if you're listening to this podcast, April 19th is when it's set to premiere. Oh, okay. Of 2024. So we'll have we'll have that coming in. Well, that's very brave of them. And bold, some might say. No, bold is the uh, is the choice of director for the new Batman movie. That's very true. So there's a new Batman movie coming out called The Brave and the Bold. Uh, it looks like they have a director that they are going to be going with, and that is uh, Andy Muschietti. Mm, okay. Which is very interesting because Andy has just wrapped uh like fully fully wrapped and premiered a another superhero movie uh you might have heard of it especially if you listened early in the podcast when travis was talking about it the flash uh he was the director of that movie Mm -hmm. and now he will be directing batman the brave and the bold Hmm. (sighs) i don't know they're just they're trying to do too much. They need to do one thing at a time. Get mm-hmm. one thing right first before they go try and do this whole extended universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how it all goes, but I don't know. <sighs> That's just it scares me because I love Batman, but it also intrigues me because I also love a good Batman movie. So if this is good, I mean, it could be the best thing for his career. But if it ends up being just another flop like The Flash was, mm-hmm. then this isn't going to look too well on Mr. Andy. Right, right. We'll have to see how it all goes. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll we'll have to uh, assess the movie as it uh, as it starts releasing trailers. Well, yes, we we will have to assess this. <laughs> Which actually brings us to our next uh, piece of movie news that we have, mm-hmm. and that is that Alicia Vikander and Elizabeth Olsen are going to be starring in a movie called The Assessment, which oh, is being okay. made by a French filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Fleur, Fleur Fortune. Fortune. I don't okay. know. I, I, I never took French, so I am completely mispronouncing that, and I do apologize. It's Fleur. <laughs> uh, but yeah. basically, 
it's it's a it's a drama set in the future. Okay. Uh, and basically, the world the world has basically been destroyed. Uh, mm. Part of society has created a parallel world for itself. Life is controlled and optimized, and the desire to have children is also not left to chance. The lives of a successful young couple are therefore put under close scrutiny by a female assessor over the course of seven days. Hmm. Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, good stuff. So who do you think is going to be one half of the couple, and who do you think is going to be the assessor? Um, I think Elizabeth Olsen will be the wife or part of the couple, and Alicia Vikander will be the the assessor. That's kind of what I was thinking too, yeah. Because Elizabeth Olsen, she gives off that mom vibe. <laughs> wow. I'm not well, trying to typecast, but you know. Yeah, I mean, we did see her as a as a mom in WandaVision. We sure did. And kind of one in uh, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Kind of. Kind of. And then, yeah, Alicia Vikander has always kind of been judgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but like I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of movies that I have watched her in, uh, which include like, you know, Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. include Ex Machina, yep. includes um, Man from Uncle. Oh, that's right. Yes. So uh, I can definitely see that unless they just pull the old switcheroo and then we get to see, you know, this uh, uh these other sides of them yeah. and them not being typecast that'd be pretty cool too i would be okay with that definitely absolutely yeah <laughs> all right uh so moving on to our next movie news is some more casting this time for paddington 3 and it looks like uh zorro himself antonio banderas and rachel zegler are going to be joining in okay all and right. it also looks like sally hawkins is not rejoining the cast and is being replaced Aww. by Emily Mortimer. Okay. So I don't know what uh what exactly caused the uh Sally Hawkins mm. to be to drop out, but she played the the family matriarch. So she was Mrs. Brown. Right. And she's going to be re- replaced by Emily Mortimer. Okay. And it I looks like, like it. It, it looks like Hawkins or Sally Hawkins basically said for me it is felt the right time to hand the reins over to another and one can't get much better than the truly wonderful Emily Mortimer. She is extraordinarily special. She will embody the essence of Mar- Mary Brown and yet make it utterly her own. However, I am and always and will always be in love with Paddington's world. No, I still have to see two. <laughs> and I know it's regarded as like one of the best movies. Mhm. Mhm. That's what I keep hearing. I do too. And I love the first Paddington, so Well, there you go. So uh yeah, I mean basically uh I don't know if we actually have a release I can't remember if we have a release date yet. Mm-hmm. Kind of set, but Paddington in Peru is number 3. And I think I think we have I think we said that we had Q returning as Paddington, the voice of Paddington. Oh, that's right. Yes, we did. I, I, I remember us talking about that. Fantastic. So, uh, but yeah, I can't remember the, the release date, but one release date I can tell you mm-hmm. is the release date of Fede Alvarez's Alien movie. Oh, okay. And uh, that will be August 16th, 2024. Ooh, we have a little over a year. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, basically... 
I mean, we talked about this before, but uh, Fede Alvarez, he directed Don't Breathe, and right. then the 2013 Evil Dead. Yes. And then he is uh, writing and directing this new Alien movie, and then will produce it along with Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. So Ridley Scott is going to be producing it, but he won't be writing or directing it. Now, okay, I, I don't know if it says this in the article, but is this the alien movie where it's set on earth uh i don't remember okay yeah i don't i don't see it unfortunately okay that's fine and i don't i I don't remember yeah i just remember hearing that they wanted to release an alien movie uh where they come to earth and cause havoc (laughs) um and i was all for it Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. if it's fide alvarez doing it I mean that he's he, he's great at that horror. I mean he he did great with Evil Dead. He did great with Don't Breathe. Right. Um, right. So I'm all for this. Fantastic. Well, one movie that I'm all for yes. is the new uh, Matthew Vaughn movie Argyle. Yeah. And uh, that is the one with uh, Henry Cavill mm-hmm. as a super spy. And then it also has, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Dua Lipa, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, just just a few. I mean, and, if 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 this does well for him, maybe uh, they'll put um, they'll put, <laughs> why can't I think of his name? Henry Cavill as uh, James Bond. Maybe. Apparently, apparently he did audition for James Bond uh, at the same time as Daniel Craig. Really? And he okay. did amazingly well, is what mm-hmm. uh, I was hearing. Or okay. they they just put out something not too long ago, basically saying Henry Cavill did amazingly well in his test screenings as James Bond, but oh, okay. Daniel Craig just did that tiny bit better, and so he got the part rather than oh, Henry okay. Cavill. Uh, but Argyle is set to premiere February second, twenty twenty four. Wow. Okay. So uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. If it's going to be, uh, I, I, mm. so basically, Matthew Vaughn said mm-hmm. that when he read the early draft manuscript, he felt like it was the most incredible and original spy franchise since Ian Fleming's books in the fifties. Really? Okay. And that it's going to reinvent the spy genre, but obviously he's not biased or anything like that. Right. Uh, so we'll have to see how it all goes. Hmm. But going along with release dates, apparently Disney is just completely flipping some stuff around and just shaking up their entire release schedule. What? Disney do that? No way. (laughs) So basically, they're adding in the live action Moana to June 27th, 2025. Okay. And Deadpool 3, instead of being released November 8th, 2024... Mm-hmm. is going to be released May 3rd, 2024. Oh, so we're getting sooner. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's going to be an untitled Star Wars movie debuting December 18th, 2026. Uh, Avatar 3 has been moved to December 19th, 2025. Okay. Avatar 4 to December 21st, 2029. Oh my gosh. And Avatar 5, December 19th, 2031. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so Avatar 5 is quite literally 
eight and a half years away. Jeez. Which means that the final Avatar movie will be coming 22 years after the original 2009 blockbuster. <sighs> and then uh, there's been more shifts as well. Mm-hmm. Going over to Marvel. Oops. Okay. Uh, Captain America Brave New World is going to be moving from May 3rd, 2024 to July 26th, 2024. Okay. Uh, and then, which makes Thunderbolts delayed from, or er, delayed to December 20th, 2024. Blade is moving to February 14th, 2025. And Fantastic Four is moving to May 2nd, 2025. Okay. <laughs> Avengers the Kang Dynasty is being pushed back an entire year. And so that's being pushed back from May 2025 to... Or May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. Which means that Avengers the Secret Wars uh, is jumping from May 1st, 2026 to May 7th, 2027. Okay. That's just a lot to take in. We're not (laughs) done yet. Oh, of course not. Okay. We still got Star Wars, man. So we have the one movie that's that is coming out to uh, December twenty twenty sixth. A separate movie is being pushed from December nineteenth twenty twenty five to May twenty second twenty twenty sixth, and then another is set for December seventeenth twenty twenty seven. Disney hasn't said anything about these three Star Wars movies. Okay. Wow. That's just, just, that's all I can say is wow. That's just so much. I mean, when you've got a, uh, well, basically a monopoly like Disney has. Yeah. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta plan everything out. I guess so. But yeah, just so much. (laughs) (sighs) Will we even care about the Secret Wars when that's. Uh,. Short answer, no. Long yeah. answer, no. <laughs> oh, you're speaking whale. Oh, no. <laughs> Will you help us? Uh, we are trying to find his son. <laughs> 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 No, oh, went a little orcaish. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah, Finding Nemo is great. It's a fantastic movie. It really is. Uh, speaking of Pixar, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, we actually need to talk about Elemental. Okay. And how badly it's doing at the box office. It's, it's picked up a little bit. It has picked mm-hmm. up a little bit, uh, but like most people that I know that have gone to see it have loved it, mm-hmm. like straight up adored it and say, you have to go watch this movie. Um, but not a lot of people have there. There's been some, some, some things said that, I mean, some people are saying that the trailers don't do it justice, which trailers rarely do, mm-hmm. but they, they completely painted it in the wrong light is what some people are saying. Okay. And then uh, Pete Doctor, who is the the big boss man over at Pixar now, mm-hmm. has actually said that with the last couple of years, the studio has basically trained families to just wait for them to come out to Disney Plus. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, starting starting with with Soul back in 2020, mm-hmm. 
everything was just immediately released to Disney Plus. Right. You know, because if you think about it, oops, if you think about it, we had we had Soul, mm-hmm. uh, we had. I know Turning Red was released immediately to to Disney Plus. Like there was no theatrical release for Turning Red. Right. Uh, and then there was another one that was released directly to Disney Plus, and I can't think uh, of it right th- now. Wasn't it that one with the two boys? Um, oh, Luca. Yeah. Yeah, Luca. Yeah, Luca was was released directly directly to Disney Plus, and basically, uh, Pete Doctor is like, yeah, no, we've we've trained families to not go to the movies, which you know is is kind of sad because like i mean there's a lot of movies that going to the theater and experiencing it with other people other people that you know you you don't know you it's a random audience that you're with right but just experiencing it with them is a -a one-of-a-kind thing it very much is and you know i guess i guess you could say that you know both of us are a little a little biased you know right with us both having worked at and you currently working at a movie theater right and okay so like with me like i i can appreciate my own private showing but nothing beats watching a movie that you know other people are going to enjoy too and are going to have fun with it and it's it it's totally a lot better to watch it with a lot of people than it is to just watch it by yourself Right, right. And I mean, like, you know, going back to uh, the last one that I watched in the theaters was Across the Spider-Verse. Right. You know, watching that, (laughs) watching that in theaters and then having the reaction that people had to the end of the movie Mm -hmm. that I knew was going to happen, they didn't. Right. And so, like I was saying, you know, when after I saw the movie, the, the person sitting next to me, just some random person I didn't know. Was just like what, 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 what? No, but oh, wait, what, what, what? Because so, they didn't know that it was yeah. going to be a two-parter. <laughs> That's so funny, and brings up a, a funny story from this weekend. I had a family get upset that they didn't know that there there was going to be a second part, and they complained and they wanted their money back. <laughs> like, like this movie was incomplete. I was like, I'm not. I don't work in Hollywood go complain to sony <laughs> was the empire strikes back incomplete because technically it was yeah yeah i mean yeah. if you really think about it i mean yeah it wasn't incomplete because nobody really knew when jedi was going to come out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they knew that there was going to be another one right after when? the after the end of the movie because like at mm-hmm. the end of the movie they are completely down yeah they they escaped or whatever but luke lost his hand Vader was, you know, had everything. Yep. You know, they were running for their lives, just escaping. Mm -hmm. And the Empire was in a position to win at the end of Empire Strikes Back. You know, it, uh, (laughs) I don't know, that, that just, that's just kind of one of those things where if you, if you watched a movie, like if you watched it all the way through and then you go and you ask for your money back, that just seems, eh. I, I mm, yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah they didn't get their money back i was like uh well it's not really something that we that we deal with on our end it's more like you need to contact hollywood and complain to them because there's nothing i can really do the fact that they want to do that they want to do this in two parts right right 
and rather I'd rather have you know two movies than right have one six hour movie you know honestly with that one though i i would watch a six hour spider-man <laughs> movie like that yeah yeah see that one that one would need about two intermissions that's true i will agree with that just basically have it like they had for uh back to the future mm-hmm. day when that when that came around Oh, uh, with the fifteen-minute like uh, intervent or not intervention, but the uh, intermission. Yep, in intermission. between yep. in between each movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they played the entire movie, you had fifteen minutes. Okay, now the next movie is playing. At the end of that, okay, you have fifteen minutes, and then the yep. last movie played. That was great. It was. It that was, was a great day. <laughs> it absolutely was. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if if you want to see a movie, don't necessarily wait for it to go to streaming mm-hmm. because with the way that studios are nowadays they might just get rid of it and take it as a tax write-off yep and then you'll never see it mm-hmm. so if you want to see something go see it <laughs> write about it tweet about it do a podcast whatever right but the, but you yeah but but i'd still listen to ours though of course <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, because we are righteous dudes. <laughs> uh, so, today at work. Yes. Somebody was not having a very good day. Aww. And uh, I went up to them and I was just like, Well, it sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> and then punch. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> yeah well the other guy's like yeah you, you can you you now have permission to beat his ass <laughs> uh. but uh yeah no it was it was good it was good uh but that brings us to our last piece of movie news and that is about some more disney stuff actually uh the live action lilo and stitch apparently okay. apparently jason scott lee who voiced david in the original movie uh-huh. is actually going to have a cameo in the live-action one and has already gone and filmed it. Really? Interesting. Yeah, because they're, they're filming in, in Hawaii right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he had, a, uh, he had a cameo that he was there for like three days filming. Okay. And uh, yeah, he said that it was, it was very nice to kind of meet his, his younger self. <laughs> sure. And then uh, to meet, you know, Lilo and Nani and all of them. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of who David was, but that was the boyfriend. Yes. That, okay. He was, he was Nani's boyfriend. Well, <clears throat> friend. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily boyfriend, but just friend who was there to help out. Right, right, yeah. And honestly, like, didn't expect anything in return. Was just mm-hmm. helping out. Exactly. Because that's what you do. No, uh, that's right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it should be... I. I We'll have to see as the trailers come out, but I don't know. I I, I really don't know. Yeah, I I don't know how I f- how I feel about this live action remake. Mm-hmm. But I guess yeah, like you said, we'll have to wait and see what the trailers look like and all that. So exactly, exactly. That does bring us to our trailers for this week. Our lots of trailers for this week. Yeah, there's too many Hollywood. Come on now. Yeah, it's like some weeks there's nothing, and then other weeks. I mean, yes, it's it's two weeks worth, but 
Well, how many do we have? We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and we got rid of a couple of them because they were very much uh, kind of more indie, lower budget yeah. ones that we won't necessarily see in theaters. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's 12 of them here for two weeks. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but let's, let's just keep on going with the, uh, with the Disney Pixar and uh, go with the Elio trailer that uh, dropped last week. What'd you think of this trailer? Maybe it's just that I'm getting older and it's just not appealing to me as much. It just seemed very run-of-the-mill. Um, it could be a good story, I guess. I would have to see more than just a teaser mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than what we got. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm 50-50 on this one. Okay, okay. How, how about you? I think it looks pretty good. Okay. Um, basically, with the trailer, it was aliens finally make contact, and they say, take us to your leader. Mm -hmm. And then the person that they contact's son ends up calling them, or calling his mom. Mm -hmm. And they basically think that the kid now is the leader of uh, Earth. Uh, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, he has to pretend that he is. Otherwise, yeah, they'll disintegrate Earth. Which doesn't seem like a very nice thing to do. Yeah, no, that's probably not something that they would want. Unless I'm remembering that incorrectly. I might be remembering that incorrectly. No, that seemed about right, but again, yeah. It's been a little bit since we watched the trailer, but... Yeah, it did come out last week. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. Uh, we have to see more trailers. This, this was just a teaser. Mm -hmm. This was just a teaser trailer. This wasn't mm -hmm. a full trailer. We just kind of got a, a glimpse into the world of Elio. It, when is this one being released? Is it like coming this like winter or are we thinking like a whole like next summer? Uh, that is a great question. One second here. Okay. March 1st, 2024. Okay. So we'll be getting the almost like onward treatment. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, uh -huh. sometimes the more obscure Pixar movies have been really good. Exactly. Like, yeah. So, it, well, yeah, like I said, 50-50. We just have to see more of it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, but that brings us to our next trailer. I really should have rearranged these. Uh, <laughs> and that is They Cloned Tyrone. This one has Jamie Foxx and uh, John Boyega in it. Mm-hmm. This one looks really weird. It does, and I'm all for it, though. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's giving me almost kind of like World's End slash Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Does that, does that kind of make sense? It does. Yes, it does. So basically, uh, I, I, there's this, this group in a city, and I don't know what happens or whatever but they end up finding out that at least one of them is a clone or has a bunch of clones underground somewhere because it's mm -hmm. like a secret government facility or something like that like this whole right. city or something and there's some weird stuff going on and so jamie fox leads a group of people into a convenience store to ask where the elevator is if you can put me into the direction of the of, of the elevator <laughs> i will get out of your atmosphere <laughs> it is oh 
it, it is it is it is something it is a very interesting trailer yeah. let's put it that way it, it very much is it's giving me like uh, like a old like 70s sort of like oh what's a good um like like the uh what was it called uh like almost like shaft and like uh wasn't i'm gonna get you sucker and all wasn't that. that called like uh, black exploitation or something yeah yeah it's like a black exploitation movie mixed with a sci-fi movie yeah i mean it, it definitely feels like like you're saying like a 1970s ish uh kind of same genre as a black exploitation film yeah and yeah it just it is it is it is very weird, but like I said, it's Jamie Foxx. It is John Boyega. Mm-hmm. It is um, why can I not think of who else was in it? Uh, Kiefer Sutherland is in it. Oh, really? I didn't notice him. Uh, uh, Tiona Paris is in it. Okay. David Allen Greer. I love it. Uh, yeah, it should be. It should be interesting to watch. Very much so. It just seems like a good fun time. Exactly. Exactly. Unlike you know some other movies <coughs> morbius that have come out where they tried to make it a fun time and it just uh did not work oh hey look at that we have another one coming out uh craven the hunter <laughs> which is another spidey villain that is getting his own movie and <sighs> craven's being played by aaron taylor johnson yes and uh <sighs> So my thing is, is that this trailer is bloody beyond Get Out. This is the Red Band trailer. It really is. It is. It is. Okay. Um, so I know that if this does well, I'm sure they're going to want to have Craven and Spider-Man be in a movie together. But if they're going to keep it the same tone as this movie, like I just don't know how they're going to work spider-man into like almost like a rated r universe basically right right and so uh basically with craven the hunter instead of being bit by a radioactive spider uh he is mauled by a lion yes and then gets lion blood in him Mm -hmm. and then can basically communicate and become one with animals yep i guess and uh it can act like an animal and do all this stuff uh, like you said, he's he's played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm-hmm. His dad, his dad is played by Russell Crowe. Sure is. So, Russell Crowe now has quite a few uh, superhero slash supervillain offspring because he played Zeus in oh, Thor. That's, that's right, he did, didn't he? And then he was also, um, oh, which other one was he? Uh, hold on one second. I feel like it was just recently too. Uh, that's right. He was Jor-El. He was Superman's dad. He sure was. Yes. So he's Superman's dad. He is, uh, Hercules' dad as Zeus. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he is also now going to be Kraven the Hunter's dad. So, (laughs) so yeah, just, uh, oh, and then he was also, uh, Henry Jekyll, who I guess you could say was the dad of Mr. Hyde, kind of. Technically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Kinda. Uh, yeah. It. He plays a very not good father in this movie. Yeah, no, not at all. 
Uh, and then, well, I mean, like like we said, Aaron Taylor Johnson plays Craven, mm-hmm. and so he has now gone up against Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, teamed up with uh, Nicolas Cage because okay. he was kick ass. Yep. Uh, he made sure people did not see that coming. <laughs> As Quicksilver. Yep. And now he is going to be Craven the Hunter. Oh, and he had that wonderful role in uh, uh, Bullet Train. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, he did. In Tangerine. Yes. <laughs> and he, I keep forgetting that he's English. Yeah, and Bullet Train was the first movie we heard that accent in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was born in uh, Buckinghamshire. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't get too much more English than than that. Yeah, no, it almost sounds made up. Oh yes, I was I was born in Buckinghamshire. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get my tea. Oh, yes, my tea and crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm sorry, Aaron Taylor Johnson. You're awesome. You must be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> wow. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Wow. Uh, so, we'll have to see how this all goes. It, Like you said, it is a very, very bloody trailer. Uh, I, I'm sure that they're going for R on this mm-hmm. one. I'm pretty sure they are. I mean, I don't know how else they're going to show all that. Right. Right. Uh, and then... We'll have to see how how that all goes. So then, if this does well, does that mean we're gonna get like other origin story, like uh, uh, I shouldn't say origin story, but like I guess origin villain stories? I mean, in the trailer they kind of did tease one. Yeah. For Rhino. They sure did. Oh, I don't know. Paul Giamatti either. Oh, that's okay. Uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. Most definitely. But that brings us to our next trailer, which is a another teaser. Uh, this one is actually for a sequel, though. A teaser for Chicken Run 2. Did you ever watch the first one? I never did. I meant to, and then I got busy, and I forgot. <clears throat> what? I know the main character was voiced by Mel Gibson in the original. Really? Really, yes. Now watch, you're going to tell me I'm wrong. No, no, you're, you're right. You're okay, right. good. Okay, Oof. Uh, yeah, Mel Gibson played Rocky, but I think he was kind of the biggest, biggest name. Mm-hmm. Really? Sorry, there's a, there's a few, uh, Harry Potter actors in here. Aha. Uh, Timothy Spall plays Nick, and then okay. Imelda Staunton plays Bunty. Oh, okay. And just, I'm not a fan of, well, Imelda Staunton is great. I'm mm-hmm. just not a fan of her character in the Harry Potter movies. Right. Do you know who she played? Uh, isn't it, um... <laughs> isn't it Umbridge? It is. Okay. <laughs> that was that was a lot less Umbridge and a lot more uh, Zoolander. Got the black <laughs> lung, Dad! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Darn it, Derek. You were only down here for 15 minutes. <laughs> Zoolander. Uh, but yes, so we have a, a uh, whatchamacallit thingamabob trailer, there we go, for Chicken Run Chicken Run 2. 
isn't it now there's a second part to the title isn't it like dawn of the nuggets yes it is chicken run dawn of the nugget oh, God. uh and rocky is actually being the voice of rocky is being taken over oh by who <laughs> shazam oh okay uh zachary levi is taking over the voice of rocky okay and then bella ramsey will be in it oh okay uh tandy newton will be in it nice imelda staunton is back nice uh david bradley is in it who was uh he was he was in hot fuzz he was the uh, gentleman who cut the hedge Uh, yes okay who had to have three layers of translation before it got to uh, simon Pegg. oh yes I don't know what he's moaning about. <laughs> I haven't seen Hot Fuzz in forever. I need to watch oh, that again. Yes, yes, you do. If you have not seen Hot Fuzz, I do highly recommend it. It is pretty legit. It is It is not pretty legit. It is too legit. Too legit too le- to quit. To quit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for catching oh. that and uh, going along with it. I do appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome. I got you, bro. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, it was just a teaser, nothing too crazy, just getting ready for a new trailer coming in at some point in time. I can't wait. Woo! Woo! And that brings us to our next trailer, which is another Red Band trailer. I really should have reorganized these. Uh, <laughs> and that is the trailer for Joyride. Oh boy. <laughs> so basically... I was reading something that was like, you know, this summer is the summer of, uh, like, returning to the late 90s, early 2000s raunchy comedy kind of things. Okay. All right. With uh, the one that you saw already with mm-hmm. Joyride, with some other ones that are coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just kind of a, a, a return to form, I guess you would say. But uh, Joyride, uh, yeah. <laughs> so is basically this girl she's trying to or she that they're going on on a trip to korea yes to try and find her parents or her, her mom her birth mom her birth mom okay yes yeah and in trying to do so they have a memorable trip to say the least very much so filled with drug smuggling and yeah <laughs> uh so stephanie sue is in this who yep. was in everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm. um ashley park is in this as well uh i'm trying to think here i don't really know too much about ashley park uh she was in emily in paris a tv series as okay. mindy mm-hmm uh, she was in another TV series called Beef as Naomi. So if you saw those ones, okay. there's that. Uh, and then apparently she's going to be in the Mean Girls musical. Ooh. There's that. That's uh, so and then, and then, <laughs> And then Joyride. So, uh, yeah, basically, like, these these two Korean girls uh, have become best friends because in elementary school, one of them is getting, getting made fun of, and the other one comes in and just, like, Dex the kid yep <laughs> and they become you know friends for life mm-hmm. as you do mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh 
basically they they decide that they want or she wants to go to find her birth parents in Korea or birth mom in Korea and so they go on this whole adventure mm-hmm. and shenanigans ensue road trip <laughs> uh, just the, the, the part when they keistered the drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh man! All right. I mean, it it reminds me a lot of The Hangover and Girls Trip, mm-hmm. and those movies. Honestly, like The Hangover is fantastic. I really enjoyed Girls Trip. Um, I enjoy these type of movies, and I am happy that they're kind of going back to form. When like it needs, like they don't take enough chances with those types of movies. At least not recent at least back in the early 2000s they did but not so much and i'm glad that they're going back very nice very nice uh that brings us to our next uh trailer which is landscape with invisible hand this one looks very 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 strange um (laughs) you're on broadcast yeah (laughs) so basically uh the whole kind of premise of this movie looks to be that uh, these aliens come to Earth, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't experience the same kinds of emotions as we do, so they don't feel love or anything like that. And so what people do is that they will broadcast the you know parts of their lives, and these two casters meet each other, and they kind of get into a relationship, and you know they're broadcasting this almost like reality TV. Mm-hmm. And then they get sued because uh, people feel like their relationship isn't real. Right. That they're just doing it for the money because the aliens pay them money for, you mm-hmm. know, all this stuff. Right. Uh, if they're they're watching, like, it's basically like doing a live stream on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But you're just broadcasting your life instead. Right. And the aliens are like, yeah, well... Everybody, you know, nobody believes you and they want their money back, which is like millions of dollars. And so you can pay this off in six generations. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it it's a very interesting style of movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how it all goes. Yeah, it's a uh, it's Truman Show meets a good example. Uh, hmm, I was going to say almost kind of like a. Uh, hitchhiker's guide but only the end part <laughs> how about how about uh truman show meets love island yeah okay i like that so i mean you know it, it definitely has kind of like a fake vibe to it mm-hmm. but it's still supposed to be like reality right yeah yeah that i mean okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but that brings us to our next trailer and that is the trailer for Cobweb. Travis. Yes, sir. This one is all you, man. Oh, I wonder why that is. Probably because it's horror. What? What? So, basically, in this trailer, it is about a little boy that is hearing things in his walls at night. And he keeps saying how he's having nightmares and all this and that. And his parents say, oh, no, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. But there's clearly something. Um, the parents are along with it. We just don't know what to, to what ex- it's got to be something. Um, but this 
is from the people that made Barbarian. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Or uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. So it looks like it is going to be scary. It's going to have practical effects, which I can appreciate. And I think this looks really good. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck. With, or have fun with that one. I will. <laughs> uh, but that brings us to our next trailer, which is Heart of Stone. Uh, this is a, a new one starring Gal Gadot. It looks interesting. Uh, basically, there are these secret agents, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, that are part of this organization that basically controls the world. Uh, they cannot have any sort of emotion because if they do, then they are basically compromised and they can no longer be part of the organization. Right. Uh, and so they can't have any friends. They can't have any love interest, anything like that. But they still have to maintain a, a life. Right. A, a cover, I guess, really. And uh, basically something happens where their supercomputer thing that kind of helps predict probabilities of what's going to happen uh, gets stolen mm-hmm. to help control different stuff, you know, different stuff happening. Um, and then is used for chaos and they have to try to get it back is what it's looking like. But okay. She is also, Gal Gadot's character is also compromised because she starts having feelings for some people, I guess. Right. And so gets kicked out of the thing, but has to, is like, you know, I don't, I don't care if you think that I'm compromised. I'm going to get this back and, you know, get a, everything back under control. Right. Kind of thing. Um, I, I, I was a little confused in the trailer. Is Heart the name of the organization or is it the name of the computer program that's that is a great question i did not catch that let me double check one thing okay i do not know Uh, i'm sorry no you're good that's just what i got from the trailer i thought maybe there was a little bit of a story with that i just wasn't sure right right uh and then basically the, the two main people in the movie are like i said gal gadot and then jamie dornan mm-hmm. who Mr. uh gray. yeah christian gray in 50 shades of gray if you've seen that he was also uh, paw in belfast ah i never did see that i wanted to i wanted to as well yeah mm-hmm. just never never had a chance and he's Chaz in trolls world tour hey hey i never did see that either and he's in a haunting in venice Oh, so there's that as well. Uh, but yeah, Heart of Stone. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a nice little action movie. Mm-hmm. And then I believe that's going to be coming to Netflix. Okay. Man, Netflix is just pulling out all the stops. Oh, very much so. They want people to subscribe to it, so. Come, 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 come subscribe to our ad free or with ads. Right. Uh, August 11th. Oh, okay. Uh, but that far away. Nope, nope. But that does bring us to our next trailer, and that is the trailer for Priscilla. Uh, basically, this is a almost a, a biopic of Elvis's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it is being directed. Oh, who is it directed by? It is uh, uh, da, 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 Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Oh, Sofia Coppola. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Interesting. So we got a little glimpse of her in the Elvis movie, but it was she wasn't like a big focus of everything. Obviously, Elvis was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it'll be kind of nice to see 
how things went down in her eyes. Yeah. So basically, so this is, is being based off of the 1985 memoir, Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley. Mm-hmm. And basically this trailer kind of shows a lot of stuff going on, like Priscilla being in high school and Elvis being in, I believe, mid, his mid-20s mm-hmm. uh, when, they, when they meet and uh, kind of some of the more sketchy stuff with their whole relationship that right. they had mm-hmm. because, uh, I mean, it was a pretty big age gap and a pretty distinctive age gap when they first met. Right. Um, and it, there was, there was some, some controversy and stuff with that, which I, I guess in the hands of uh, Sofia Coppola should be hopefully done pretty darn well. Yeah, I think she'll do a good job with that at least. Yeah, I I think she's she's done a few other movies from what I remember. I don't remember exactly which ones, but that have kind of had same vibes, mm-hmm. but that ha- does not like shy away from kind of delving into those murky situations. Right, like a like it's not like it's going into it with with the malicious intent it's like to show it and then like to show how bad it is like what happened right to not to not uh glorify it or whatever you want to call exactly it. to not yeah. to not put any you know rose tinted glasses on any of it mm-hmm. so we'll have to we'll have to see how it all goes uh yeah 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 uh but that brings us to our next trailer here as well just flipping all over the place uh and that is the trailer for dumb money which okay (laughs) we we've got we've got paul dano we've got seth rogan we've got peter davidson um (laughs) uh shaley woodley is Mm -hmm. in it as well uh clancy brown is is there uh, Sebastian Stan, Vincent D'Onofrio, Nick Offerman, Dane DeHaan. There's a there's a few few names in there. Yeah, it's uh it's quite the cast. It is, and so basically it's the story of uh the GameStop or GameStop stock, mm-hmm. and how you know a bunch of these hedge funds shorted the GameStop stock. And then everybody started buying it, which raised the price, which means that the hedge funds either had to sell and lose a bunch of money or try to wait it out. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else was like, well, we're just holding the line. You know, we're not going to we're not going to sell. And right. so uh, basically, you know, they're they're sitting there and the, uh, Paul Dano is like, yeah, we just made or we just made what? millions of dollars or something like that and then right. the hedge funds are like how much did you lose a billion dollars yeah i really like how they're showing both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i mean it's it, it'll be interesting and then basically the hedge funds take paul dano's character to court to be like hey yep. you can't do this you're just a regular person this is supposed to be our stuff yep which yeah yeah Due to some personal reasons, I am not a not a fan of those kinds of people. Right. <laughs> for example, I don't blame you there. See, for example, see the Big Short. Um. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And how we've talked about that many a time before here mm-hmm. already. Uh, but yes, like I said, there there's lots of big names in this one. Uh, I will not be watching it. Oh, you won't be. Okay. It looks great. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I feel like I would just get too angry. Okay. 
And yeah, I don't want to go to... That, that's not the reason I go to movies. I getcha. I getcha. So. I will go for it just because of uh, Paul Dano. I think he's fantastic and right. underutilized. Right. Paul Dano, Shailene Woodley, mm-hmm. Peter Davidson. Because Peter before, Davidson. In, in the morning, he's more formal. Uh, oh, and Anthony Ramos is in this too. Oh, yeah. That's right. I did see him. Uh, so we'll have to see how this all goes. Sounds good to me. Uh, which brings us to our next trailer, which just freaked me right out. <laughs> me too. And that is the trailer for The Beanie Bubble. Uh, this one, it, it freaked us out because it has a very bizarro Zach Galifianakis in it, uh, sans beard. <laughs> Unrecognizable. Uh, <laughs> Completely unrecognizable. <laughs> And I couldn't just go off a of voice. I was like, who is that? I know that voice. Right. And then they said it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep, that's Zach. Yeah. So he has he has no beard. Um, does not look like Zach Galifianakis. No. But this also this movie also has uh, Elizabeth Banks in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sarah Snook. Um, it, looks, mm, it looks pretty interesting. But basically... Uh, Zach Galifianakis goes into, or he's like a frustrated toy salesman, mm-hmm. uh, until he collaborates with these three women to grow his idea into the biggest toy craze in history. So it's semi-biographical about Beanie Babies. I believe so. Okay, I'm guessing because of Ty. Yeah. Okay. Yep, Ty Warner. Uh, I remember the Beanie Baby craze. It was nuts. It was. It was very crazy. And then there's the picture of... I remember seeing this picture of a couple getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And they are in the courtroom with their Beanie Baby collection. Yep, I remember that. And they are splitting up the Beanie Babies for the divorce. But jeez. <laughs> and I did, I did read something about this movie that basically... What I was just reading is that the Beanie Bubble mm-hmm. has zero Beanie Babies in it because they did not have the IP rights to Beanie Babies. So anything that is in the movie that is supposed to be a Beanie Baby, like like a Beanie Baby, is a recreation that is just different enough that it is not a Beanie Baby. Gotcha, okay. Uh, but <laughs> for this movie, the writers are Zach Bissonette, who wrote the the uh, 2013 book that it's based on, or 2015 book, The Great okay. Beanie Baby Bubble, Mass Delusion and the Dark Side of Cute. Uh, and then the screenplay, I believe, is written by Kristen Gore. Okay. And it is directed by Kristen Gore and Damien Kulash. And it's like, you know, Kristen Gore, daughter of Al Gore, and Damien Kulash, lead singer of the pop band OK Go. I can, I will always remember that music video with the treadmills, because mm-hmm. we had it on the advertisements on the pre-movies mm-hmm. back in the mm-hmm. day, and it would always play between movies, and I was like, ugh. I, I, I would they, always they hear had it some, whenever I was usher. They had, some, they had some pretty good music videos, not going to lie. They did, for sure. And I actually got... To, Oh, excuse me. I got to go uh, see them in concert nice. for free. Even better. Yeah. we. It was supposed to be a concert that we were like, it was going to be like at an actual arena. Uh-huh. 
and then it was being put on by a a group at a at Mankato State. Okay. And uh, that group basically was told, "Yeah, you're not going to be funded by the university next year." <laughs> so we're basically disbanding you. Oh. Uh, and so they were like, "Okay, well, we have so much money to spend, and uh, cool. This uh, this is now going to take place on campus, and it's going to be free." And so I got to go watch OK Go live in concert for free. Nice. Yeah. I know a buddy who put on a con, or he, I forgot what class he was in, but it was for school, but it was at St. Cloud State. They put on a concert for Incubus. Oh, nice. Yeah. He said, like, that was the coolest thing that he's ever done. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. So, Beanie Bubble. Mm-hmm. This looks very interesting. It looks good. Um, I wish it wasn't on Apple. Yes, it is going to be on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus, whatever it is called. Which is my downside, but <laughs> um, maybe I'll have to swing over and uh, check it out. Uh, yes, that brings us to our last trailer of the night. And that is the trailer for Challengers. Uh, this one stars Zendaya. As a tennis star who uh, ends up with two other tennis players and then ends up marrying one of them and then ha- or like has a pretty bad accident on the tennis court, ends up yep. marrying one of those one of those boys. Mm-hmm. And years later, kind of um, the, the two of them have a run in with the other guy and there's lots of other stuff going on. Right. And yeah. Yeah. It looks like it'll be very drama filled. <laughs> very much so. Um but I mean, I don't know. I it doesn't look bad. It just might not be something like I would ne- like necessarily check out, but Right. Right. I might just have to see more more from it to really know for sure, but that's off of my initial reaction. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I don't know. It <sighs> It'll be coming to theaters September 15th. Let's just say that. Okay. Uh, but that is the end of our trailers. Travis, do you have anything else you want to say about any of the trailers? Anything like that? That was a lot of trailers, but yeah. no, I'm good. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the movies that are premiering this week. But before we do that, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are a Thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are a Thing. No space to dash slash anything like that. At Movies Are a Thing. <sighs> Come on by and say hi. <laughs> but our first movie premiering this week is... Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. Daredevil archaeologist Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary dial that can change the course of history. Accompanied by his goddaughter, he soon finds himself squaring off against Jürgen Voller, a former Nazi who works for NASA. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 62% and Metacritic is sitting at a 57%. i am ready for this. <laughs> Me too. And I don't care what the critics say. I mean, they trashed Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It may not be the best work out there, but you know, it's decent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I've I, I've learned to enjoy that one. And this one it looks like it's a return to form of more practical effects, which I'm a little bit happy. I'm well, I shouldn't say a little bit. I am happy about it. Um. Uh, this is, and it is directed by James Mangold. Yep, exactly. 
So it's it won't be with uh, Spielberg or George Lucas, but I think there's he's still in good hands. I'm guessing Spielberg produced. I think Spielberg produced. Okay. Um, I can double check that quick. Okay. Uh, bye. So yeah, Steven Spielberg is an executive producer on it. George Lucas is an executive producer on it. Okay. Uh, music by the one and only John Williams. The cinematography looked pretty good too. It does. Uh, and it's the cinematographer is uh, Faden Papa Michael, mm-hmm. who also did uh, Ford v Ferrari, Great movie. The Trial of the Chicago Seven, I heard that. and Walk the Line. That's a good movie. Along with other stuff too. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, he's done he's done a few things. Do you think we'll see Shia? I do not believe so. I don't think so either. Oh, let me let me see here quick. Nope. It does not say anything about Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you see him walking down the street. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it, we're going to have... We got Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Antonio Banderas, Karen Allen is back as Marion, John mm. Rhys-Davies is back as Sala. Great. Uh, Toby Jones is in it. Boyd Hallbrook mm-hmm. is in it. Mads Mikkelsen, obviously. Oh, how could we forget about? Okay, we didn't forget about him, but like he's the highlight. Yeah, he it, he is. I mean, it is a pretty stacked cast, so it is. We'll have to we'll have to see how this all goes. I am ready for it. I am too. <laughs> and isn't this the last go for Indiana Jones? Well, at least with him being in that's him? that's what they're saying okay is that this is this is hopefully you know i not hopefully but like this is more than likely goodbye to mm-hmm. indiana okay but a jones will still be within if they if they do more obviously. maybe indiana was the name of the dog yeah um all right uh but let's go ahead and move on to our next movie here let's do it our next movie is ruby gilman teenage kraken This one is rated PG and will be in theaters. Sweet, awkward 16-year-old Ruby Gilman is desperate to fit in at Oceanside High, but she mostly feels invisible. She's math-tutoring her skater boy crush, who only seems to admire her for her fractals, and she's prevented from hanging out with the cool kids at the beach because her overprotective supermom has forbidden Ruby from ever getting in the water. But when she breaks her mom's number one rule, Ruby will discover that she is a direct descendant of the warrior Kraken Queens and is destined to inherit the throne from her commanding grandmother, the warrior queen of the Seven Seas. The Kraken are sworn to protect the oceans of the world against the vain, power-hungry mermaids who have been battling with the Kraken for eons. There is one major and immediate problem with that. The school's beautiful, popular new girl, Chelsea, just happens to be a mermaid. Ruby will ultimately need to embrace who she is and go big to protect those she loves most. IMDb is sitting at a 5.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 75% and Metacritic did not have a score. So I know the first time I saw this trailer, I didn't think too highly of it. But the more I see of it, the more I want to see of it. I mean, this looks like just like a fun, you know, kind of family movie to go go watch. Definitely. You know, and kind of like... Especially for, you know, if you have kids that are a little bit shy or whatever, just mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, show them, hey, you know, you can, you can always achieve greater things. Yep, exactly. 
You, you might be you might be shy right now, but you might be destined for something even bigger. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I want to see this. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I think that that uh, leads us right to our our last movie of the night, mm-hmm. okay. and that is Nimona, which is going to be rated PG and will be on Netflix. When Ballister Boldheart, a knight in a futuristic medieval world, is framed for a crime he didn't commit, the only one who can help him prove his innocence is Nimona, a mischievous teen with a taste for mayhem, who also happens to be a shape-shifting creature Ballister has been trained to destroy. But with the entire kingdom out to get him, Nimona's the, the best, or technically the only, sidekick Ballister can hope for. And as the lines between heroes, villains, and monsters start to blur, the two of them set out to wreak serious havoc. For Ballister to clear his name once and for all, and for Nomona to, well, just wreak serious havoc. IMDb has this one at a 7.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 96%, and Metacritic is sitting at an 80. I know I gave this one a hard time, too, when I first saw the trailer. This looks good as well. It really does. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if if you can't make it to the theaters, this might be something. If you have Netflix, just to to check out. Um, I did not realize that Nimona was voiced by Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, that's who that is. Okay. And then Riz Ahmed is uh, Knight Ballister Boldheart. Gotcha. Okay. And like, <sighs> that's right. Okay, so he was he was Carlton Drake slash Riot in the first Venom. Mm-hmm. And then he was Rick in Nightcrawler. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been in a, in a few things, but I think those are kind of the the more the more well known stuff. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Although I think he he also was in Mogul Mowgli. Uh, came out in twenty twenty. I think we talked about it a little bit. I recall the name. Uh, that one did pretty well. Back in twenty twenty, that was a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes certified oh, fresh. Wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So Nimona honestly this looks this looks dang good it looks really funny uh i kind of want to see it i do too most definitely it's it's been a while since i've been wanting to watch all three movies right right yeah all of them all of them this week are seem to be pretty good Mm Mhm. very nice solid weekend hollywood solid weekend (laughs) even if you did give us way too many trailers which one of the trailers that we didn't talk about was the trailer for nimona um, that, I mean, just kind of expanded on the story and mm-hmm. honestly made me want to watch it a lot more than the first trailer did. Me too. I will agree with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be funny and heartfelt and I mean, it's going to kick you in the feels It's based off of a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think it should be pretty good. Wasn't this the one that was supposed to be made by Disney, but then it didn't? Uh, I think it was supposed to be made by d not dc um why can i not think of it it was it was made by or is being made by blue sky before fox shut them down Mm -hmm. i think i think that's what this one was yes i think you are correct that it was it was being made by something and then was shut down and then was picked up by netflix right yeah originally a production of blue sky let me see here it was originally set to be directed by patrick osborne with initial release of 2020 Following the Walt Disney Company's acquisition of 21st Century Fox, the parent company of Blue Sky, the production received pushback from Disney leadership, and then after which it was delayed multiple times before being canceled due to Blue Sky's closure in April 2021. Gotcha, okay. 
Okay, yeah. So it was it was supposed to be made by Blue Sky, and then Blue Sky got acquired, or Fox got got acquired by Disney, and then mm-hmm. Disney kind of shut it down. Yeah. So should be fun. Most definitely. Fantastic. Already. So you want to see all three, but what is your ranking? Ooh. Uh. Well, Indy's got to be at the top. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. I would go. Do I want to see Rudy Gilman more, or do I want to see Nimona more? Um, ooh, uh, this is a hard one. <laughs> so Indiana Jones and the Dell of Destiny for one, two. I'm gonna I'm gonna go how they are on here. So with uh, two would be Rudy Gilman, and three would be Nimona. Okay, okay. See, I I got the last two switched. I would, I would I think I would rather see Nimona and then Ruby Gilman. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll just have to see how it goes. Most definitely. I feel like Rudy Gilman would be. It would do it justice to see on the big. Screen. I I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, we are gonna be off next week. Okay. For the holiday, uh, but we should be back the week after that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Fantastic. Alrighty, Travis, do you have anything else you want to say about any of the movies or anything that we've talked about today? Um, I can't think of anything. Alright, well then, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dash, slash, anything like that at movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And I do believe it is about that time. Da, 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 here it comes. Da, 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 cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. It's almost 8.30 already. What the heck? What the heck? Oh, I'm sorry it took a little longer. There was a lot of trailers to watch. I got on there at like 7.30. I was like, I'll, I'll have plenty of time to watch all of this. No worries. And then, it, and then I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of them. Yeah. There's quite a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what was really surprising is that... Uh, Every single one started with. Dang it! Uh, my setup is trash. <laughs> Just had to put that in there again. Uh, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Dynasty. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> you don't meet a girl like that every dynasty. Ah. <laughs> uh, Do you know who he's playing? I know who. Uh, he is. Uh, he is playing the Luau manager. <laughs> okay. So now he is the one that fires Nani. Aww. <laughs> he's gonna be a jerk. Yeah, yeah, or not, not a jerk. Just too many incidents. Yeah, just uh, a few too many. Yeah, but. Uh, sorry, I'm just kind of looking it up quick just to make sure that. Oh, you're good.
It's like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> because I'm going to be gone until Tuesday night. Gotcha, okay. Uh, but yeah, we, we will be off next week. Uh, very nice that's the best part very nice very nice my back hurts now (laughs) from carrying this episode I know I know (laughs) no No, because like in order to be next to the microphone or closer close enough to the microphone I have to be like away from the back of the couch so I'm sitting on like the edge of the couch but like not on the edge of the couch so that I'm not like up against the trash can kind of thing oh sure mm-hmm. and it's just it it's no bueno no bueno no bueno or favor como te llamas <laughs> i kind of need to break down all this stuff well you have fun doing that yeah we'll see how it goes <laughs> or you'll just wait until morning whichever yeah well tomorrow afternoon right there you go yeah. give me some time to kind of keep the dog out of the kennel and not just be sitting here doing nothing exactly so all right man i will let you get going here all right sounds good all right man you have uh you have yourself a good one good luck yep yep thank you you have a good one as well and uh we'll talk to you later yep okay goodbye all right goodbye 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 son of a bit oh (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes, okay. Actually, get back. Get back. Ah, shit, fuck. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? One, two, get back. Shit, fuck. <laughs> okay, now I'm actually, okay. I got it this time. Oh, okay.